No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Get out to Hollywood and share about the Lord, honestly, and encourage actors to produce and promote and act in positive entertainment. Now, back then when I was between 16 and 20 years old, we had 90210, Melrose Place, and a bunch of, a whole host of dating shows, all of that. Sorry, of course, should have shut my phone off here. Um, but I, I wanted to, I saw basically the devastation that was going on when I was a teenager with Hollywood and pop culture media influence. And I wanted to go to Hollywood to see if I could make a difference in producing and creating and encouraging other people to do the same thing to pump out positive entertainment as well. Um, back then we saw some crazy wild entertainment, but today we see a lot of dangerous, vulgar, um, things such as baby sacrifice, if we want to just dig in deep, uh, that's being promoted in Riverdale season three that just came out in October on Netflix, which is one of the top shows watched by teens. And so shocking as it is, I have a lot of parents constantly emailing me, texting me, calling me, um, saying, hey, did you see this new episode or tell me more about this video game? And so I'd like to help parents safely navigate the pop culture mess so they know what's safe to bring into their homes and what they want to tell their kids to run from. And so that's been my mission, passion, and heart for about the last 18 years. So working as a former actress and working in the Hollywood industry, when you try to bring better values to show business and pop culture, did you ever experience any backlash at first or bias or discrimination from your superiors? Oh, yeah. I, and I get it more today. I get death threats today. And I tell kids when I go speak at school assemblies, I've even been in prisons and cruise ships and parent events. I tell people if we're not getting in this age, I don't want to say death threats all the time, but, but I've experienced them. And I think it's because I'm, I'm pumping out this truth that no one wants, the, 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 the people that don't get it, that aren't believers, that want to keep promoting LGBT, uh, LGBT agenda and um, sex before marriage and orgies and beheadings and video games. I'm just saying it like it is. That's how bad it is today. They don't want the truth to get out there. They don't want kids to think twice. They don't want parents to make wiser decisions. They want to keep making the money. They want to keep promoting the porn. And so when they see that someone like myself is out there in the front of the lines, that it's exposing truth and parents are actually thinking twice and making better decisions for what entertainment enters, enters their home, I get sued uh, or threaten to be sued. I get backlash such as death threats. I just got a nasty one a, a month ago, worst one I've ever received, where I had to actually file a police report. But... At the same time, I know that God has me here for a purpose, that he has my back and front and sides. And my choices are um, be afraid and live in fear and not continue doing what I'm doing or use the experience God has given me, second option, um, continue to share the truth, seeing the amazing results um, as a result of putting this, this positive message out there. And, and there's no question. I, would, I literally tell kids I'm willing to die for the cause of making sure that our country gets back on track and that morals are returned to this country, that kids' suicide being a number two killer for our children becomes number 80 on the list, 
that drug use is uh, lowered, that teen pregnancy is lowered, uh, depression and suicide, all the rest, all of that, that we see the levels come down. And that's my main goal. I can't sleep at night if I'm not doing that in some facet every single day. So yes, I get backlash. I expect it. If I'm not getting backlash, like I tell kids and parents, we have to ask ourselves, are we really doing enough with the faith that we claim we have to make a difference in our country? Because if you're not getting the heat and um, getting attacked in some way or challenged with our faith, then I don't think we're doing enough with what God's given us to do with the short time we've got left. Well, I think it's very fascinating that you're teaching kids and you're, you're teaching millennials how to think for themselves. But as you probably already know, millennials have been indoctrinated by pop, by pop culture. They've been indoctrinated by shows in Hollywood pushing um, usually a left-leaning agenda and an agenda that's contradicting the values that you're trying to promote. So in that case, do you get any um, different reactions um, from the people you speak to, from the schools you speak at, from the students and the kids, do they have a positive reaction to your message? Absolutely. Now, do I get a couple of students that storm off and get up in the middle of assemblies and leave? Yeah, I do every now and then. I've been unplugged once out of the hundreds and hundreds of assemblies I've done. One principal unplugged me at a school in Wisconsin. Go figure. My own stomping ground, actually, within 20 minutes of my farm where I grew up. And yet, because she unplugged me, she was fired several weeks later because of the backlash the students had because they were mad that she did that. They wanted to hear what I had to share. And because of that, they had the biggest crowd ever for see you at the poll, an adult slash teen program that night because I was speaking that night as well. And they all came out in hordes. It was fantastic. So it worked to our benefit. Um, I, I definitely think that people are more often than not, are very glad I came and shared this content because they don't see it in pop culture. And I just don't talk about it. Yes, I've done runway shows, Miss America pageant, worked on 90210, Merrill's Place, Fifth Wheel, um, a lot of different dating programs slash reality TV, but a lot of different movies, uh, um, Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise and um, Days of Our Lives, Young and the Restless. I mean, I've been in film and TV a ton for that full decade. And because I have that firsthand experience and share what these celebrities are really doing, which is sheltering their own kids from their own entertainment, they're fully clothed when they're on set, um, they have their kids get private school tutors. I get a lot of people like Ray Liotta when I was his personal driver for the Oscars, when I was early 20s, he said, Tina, I have to show up to these Hollywood parties just because I have to show my face, but I'm not into the Hollywood scene. I wish I didn't have to do these parties. I'm not into the drinking, sex, drugs, all the rest. Um, and so there's a lot of celebrities that feel also pressure. Like Brittany Murphy, before she passed away, she told me, Tina, I feel like I have to do this in order to get ahead in the industry. And her answer came after I asked her, how did you feel having to do premarital sex scenes with Eminem, Marshall Mathers, when you shot the movie Eight Mile? And her and I worked on Little Black Book back in 2004, right after that movie. So we had a great in-depth conversation. It made me realize we can't just take it on the celebrities. We have to look at this whole beast, this Hollywood system as a whole, because a lot of celebrities don't want to be doing what they're forced to do or feel pressured to do. So we have to pray for the celebrities. We got to pray for the producers. We can't, if we want quality entertainment, even give $1 really and support a movie that's raunchy, has um, X-rated content, violence towards our kids. We have to be careful what media comes in, video games. 
So it's a matter of where do we want to put our money, where do we want to invest our time, and what messages do we want our kids to actually hear. Majority of people that hear the Hollywood Exposed show when I go around the country speaking or buy my four CD series, which just came out, I get pounded with emails saying, you helped me save my family. I can finally talk to my kids again about the video games that they're playing that they shouldn't be playing. And I never knew how to have that conversation. My kid was going to uh, commit suicide tomorrow, but you had a show Hollywood Insider on YouTube that I saw. And because of that, my kid was on challenge day number 49. Tomorrow, they would have, my daughter would have committed suicide. I had one mom tell me, you helped me save my daughter's life. So those are the reasons why I do it. Many great responses from kids over the years and parents. In fact, all that's available on counterculturemom.com. They can click on testimonial page. They can see videos from kids and parents, school staff. I have so many stories of kids and parents on what they thought after they saw this message. Well, that's really wonderful to hear that we have families out there trying to help their children and listening to your message. But we have colleges now and college administrations. Um, and as you said, even even schools where the principal, um, you mentioned, pulled out the microphone at, at your talk, they're trying to indoctrinate um, this pop culture agenda, the same agenda that Hollywood is pushing on their students. So how do you believe we should combat that? If, um, especially if you're a college student, you're at college most of the time. So you're not home with parents who are trying to instill better values in you. You have a, your school administration and same with public high schools. Um, now you have an issue where the state is trying to indoctrinate certain values and pushing a, a more left-leaning agenda. You ask the best questions. And as you're asking me this, I'm thinking we need a four-hour interview <laughs> because it is a web of a mess. The solution is Christ, first and foremost. Knowing scripture will help us decipher the lies. So I have a lot of people, well, that's okay. Like the Bachelorette um, series just came out, okay? I, I was one of the few that made a couple comments on Instagram from Hannah B where I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't impressed with her behaviors, for example, and I got bombarded by a bunch of people. Um, but it's indoctrination on all different levels, pop culture. Um, we got different facets of the media. We got enter entertainment in all different ways. We got the education system. I would highly suggest since we have 18 critical years to raise our kids, I homeschool my four kids because of the chaos I saw going on in the, in the education system today. And then I'm like, well, I could put them in a Christian school, but you have a lot of Christian schools, sad to say, and even the curriculums that are supposed to be Christian that now are based on Common Core. Um, what? then why even send our kids to uh, Christian universities or schools if you're paying a couple grand a month and they're getting the same education as public school? So what I would highly suggest is my, my choice would be homeschooling. And if the reason is you can't homeschool is because you don't have the time, ask God to reveal that to you because we were tight on funds. Yes, it means one less income, or I get a little, little bit of income every now and then through what I'm doing for ministry. But I didn't want to sell my kids to a message that was going to wreck them for life because I wanted to live a bigger lifestyle or get more cash per month by working two jobs. So just a thought to your listeners, really dig deep and God will make it possible. Or you teach two days a week and have your neighbor across the street teach two days a week and just kind of share the, the burden of schooling the kids. But I'm telling you, on my Counterculture Mom app, which is phenomenal, people have to download it. I keep everybody notified. 
with what's going on in pop culture. I have seven other amazing counterculture moms on that app. And we're going to add some counterculture dads as well with great content, all different subjects from homeschooling to pop culture issues to uh, marriage advice to health. It's just amazing the women that are on there. And we pump that content out to keep it fresh to help you to safely navigate. But homeschooling is possible. Yes, it takes dedication. But I have one of my amazing moms on that app that told me, Tina, the worst day of homeschooling will always be better than the best day of public school. Sad to say in this day and age. Um, and I have a couple of ways we could combat that or try to fix the problem. But People need to speak up. Now, if you have kids in public school, if you see something that isn't right, lies that are being told, or it's the leftist agenda where it's all about, here's how you can pick your gender, here's your 71 options, and the kid is five years old, that's what they're teaching in kindergarten, or even the gross, disgusting California sex ed that just is being pushed into schools this fall that will spread from coast to coast unless parents put up a big enough stink, where they literally are telling elementary students, if you don't have a dildo to masturbate with and play sexually with your body, go ahead and use a cucumber, a carrot, or any other vegetable in your fridge. Now, if I would have had that as a student at five years old, 20 years ago when I was in elementary school, 30 years ago, someone would have been shot at the school by a parent or an adult. It just would not have happened. But we've lowered our standards so much that our kids are sexually active, active because Planned Parenthood has their hands in the school pumping out Safe sex is throwing on a condom and telling them, go ahead and do group sex, anal sex, all of that by the time they're in elementary. And then the movies are promoting like Good Boys is coming out August 16th. It's tons of vulgar language. Boys are looking at pornography on the computer. Um, sex is talked about through, throughout the entire movie, at least according to the trailer that I saw. And so kids are seeing all of these grotesque so-called trendy lies behind the trendy behaviors and hardly ever do you see the con consequences revealed. And so we have to be diligent in parents. My Counterculture Mom app will help guide you. I have a guide that you can download and get in your email, really simple to get, that you can replace any graphic content in your home right now because a lot of parents are thinking, I want to do a pop culture purge, Tina. Well, how do I know what's good? What can I burn in the backyard? Well, if you text the word guide, G-U-I-D-E, to the number 444999, you will get an email. Once you respond with your email address through the text service, you'll get an email within a minute giving you thousands of entertainment options that are positive. And I can tell you this, parents and teens that have took my advice, clicked on those links, replaced their entertainment, have a higher self-esteem, better grades, better relationship with their parents, dressing more modestly, deciding if I'm not going to get married, I don't need to date somebody right now, deciding if they have gender issues, they see a counselor instead of getting a sex change. All of that because of what they decide to put into their brain and making better, better decisions on what they see and what they hear. It, it really does work. That's why people market sex and drugs because the same people that are promoting that kind of behaviors is also uh, making money on uh, helping, kids, helping kids through having them get an abortion. Planned Parenthood is in bed with Hollywood, is in bed with the government. They all work together to make big bucks. And who's paying the price are kids. Um, if I can just put one case in point, and I have thousands on my website, you have um, a lot of different celebrities um, like Ariana Grande just made an announcement two months ago that she gave $200,000 of her ticket sales to Planned Parenthood. You can't tell me that they aren't in bed together.
She's promoting sex in her music, barely clothed. She might as well dance naked. There's nothing left of the imagination, even though I don't want her to dance naked. But I'm just saying there's nothing left. And then while she's selling the sex, kids are sexually active. They get pregnant. And then she's promoting Planned Parenthood from stage. They're amazing. Go get an abortion there. And then these poor young girls are getting an abortion. And who's making bank? Ariana Grande, Planned Parenthood. Who's paying the price? Our kids. So... There's a lot of dots that I connect on counterculturemom.com. And when I do a live show, kids' jaws are when they see what I present. Because I actually play video footage to prove my point. There's a lot of dirt that I expose that most people never see. You've actually mentioned in previous interviews that you've exposed a lot of behind-the-scenes incidents and things that you know are covered up. So what do you believe is the most appalling thing you've experienced or seen behind the scenes? Oh, man. Um, sorry, Mikey here. Our, our dog's a little bit nuts. We have someone walking out the door. Um, there, I think what's shocking to me, what really got my attention is people like Madonna. Can you check the pie for me? Jake. Perfect. That's hilarious. I'm like, Hey, counterculture mom, I'm baking pies and making meals. Thank you, buddy. UPS. Thank you. Perfect. Um, so I got UPS product going out. This is awesome. Okay. So basically what, um, I thought was pretty shocking was Madonna, for example, and she's just one of the many, she had an interview several years ago on Ellen. And I show this interview when I go speak where Ellen says, Hey, your son Rocco, he travels with you and he's still underage. He's still at home today. Um, does he get to see you? Of course. What does he think when he sees you dancing, you know, almost topless basically on stage? And Madonna's like, are you kidding me? He's under the stage, busy doing things. He doesn't see me like that. And that is an eye opener. And I play that for kids and parents to see, especially the kids. The reaction is awesome because they realize Madonna cares for her kids. I also played different sections of interviews where she said she watched all the different um, videos that would come into her house, watch the magazines, the video games, the apps on the phone. So the shocking thing to me is that these celebrities are very careful with what enters the home, but they could care less what their media, how it actually impacts the millions of young kids that are watching. Seems pretty hypocritical of them to me. It blows my mind. And, and uh, I don't know how they can sleep at night. I had some very interesting conversations with different people on the movie sets because I would bring my computer. I'm setting up to speak at a youth event in two days. And I'm putting together the Hollywood Exposed show right there on set in between takes of whatever show I'm working on, which would be clean roles. But still, you know, it might be a 40-year-old a virgin. I, I'm sad to say I was on that movie. Now, I did a clean scene not knowing. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm a virgin. I'm, you know, 28, 29 years old. I, I, let's promote the virginity status. Not knowing they were going to mock the fact that people were a virgin. So that movie had some bad scenes in it. And here I am doing a good scene in it but it still gave me a chance to talk to other actors while on set about the stance that positive entertainment is needed. It's wanted. And uh, actually a lot more people would prefer the positive than negative. And how do I know that movie sales um, skyrocket with the positive movies versus the gangbanger shoot them up violent type of movies every single time I can only imagine uh, toy story three was the top the year that that came out was the top movie that grossed the most cash. It's not a, a gangster type movie. Right. Um, what do you believe? We, are, we talked a lot of about um, certain agendas being pushed in pop culture, um, promoting abortion, um, promoting changing and choosing your gender. But what do you think is the most harmful agenda right now that is being pushed in our pop culture on today's youth? 
it's a combination. It's so hard because if I have an hour to speak somewhere in assembly and school, I'm like, man, what's less damaging? Uh, premarital sex with the possible STDs and the guilt and the shame and the fear or the suicide. You know, it's like both are important. Um, I wanted to share to answer your question, some of the top, because I don't think there is one specific. I think it is several. Um, here in my counterculture mom app, if they go, if they download Counterculture Mom, they'll get this app. It's totally free to download. In the upper left corner, you're going to see the section that says alerts. And here are my top alerts. That takes two seconds for parents to click on, read about, and know what's going on. Now, let me just scroll down a little bit. There's a lot of positives in here, too, not just negatives so you know what's great. Suicide commercial and YouTube kids cartoons. This is huge. So to answer your question, one of the top things I think is horrendous that's that these people should be sued over because if people got sued for what they did that was actually illegal to begin with, there would be less people trying to put suicide commercials in kids' cartoons. This is on kids' tube, not even YouTube, kids' tube. A mom saw her seven-year-old son on a watching a cartoon that's supposed to be clean, and this guy came on about four minutes into the clip, and I actually show the clip of what he does, and he goes, kids, if you want to get some attention, you slit your wrist this way. But if you want to do yourself in, you get a knife and you cut all the way down your wrist. And that's what he showed in a kid's cartoon. I, I kid you not. It took eight months for kids to, to pull that down. Another issue we have is sex education. There's a porn scene in the first 30 seconds of this new teen Netflix show that came out in January. Horrendous program. Tons of teens are watching it. I got alerted by it by a teenager whose friends all watched it. And she said, I'm stern clear. That's a big issue. So promoting the sex. And then we have more orgy scenes in popular teen TV shows, Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's another huge issue. We got Riverdale, season three, like I talked about earlier, is promoting baby sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Two women looking like witches uh, holding babies over a fire ready to drop them in at a, at a teen uh, drinking party. So to answer your question, what I think the biggest issue is, is all of the above. <laughs> um everyone's important because Satan is on an all-out attack for our kids. And what might not be one big deal for one kid to handle might be a very big deal for another kid. And so when I ask uh, kids in schools, hey, you might think you can play violent video games, never pull a trigger and kill your classmates. But how can you guarantee that John sitting next to you wouldn't be the person that pulls the trigger? You can't. And so that is the my big alert and awareness is I don't even want to I tell kids, not, don't even support your cash going towards an industry or a video game making company or a film company that's pumping out content that if you did what they promoted you do, you could die, get a disease, become pregnant at 13 um, and change your life drastically for the worse forever. And if it passes the test because it's uplifting and helps you and if it talks about suicide, but in that movie about suicide, they go see a counselor and they help their friends and they're uplifting and they promote peace and they promote love and gratitude and giving and encouraging, then support that movie. And everybody watching right now, I just want to tell you, do that because opening weekend for these positive movies, they need that so that theaters actually know, hey, this is a wanted movie. Let's have it in for more weeks. The positive is in, there's just a lack of it. The demand is there, but there's not enough people promoting the, the positive. And there's too many parents unaware or don't care. And they're leaving their kids out there to literally be impacted by harmful messages that literally could land them up in prison or dead. And then many parents are like, what can I do now? My kid's 16 and in prison, locked up, died of a drug overdose. I don't want to say it's too late, but it's never too late if your kid's still alive. But why? Um, 
I just want to encourage parents to not focus our life on stuff that really does not mean as much as our kids. Spend the time talking to your kids, ask them questions. On my app, I have a couple questions on, on these issues that parents can sit down and say, okay, you know, Sarah, you know, we got done eating supper here. I just found out about this new app. You know, what is it? You know, do you use it? Oh, yeah. And then the conversation starts. And get the conversation going and then teach your kids why that entertainment option is something they should invest their time in and their life in or should not. And if we have more parents doing that, we'll have less parents feeling like they're the only one that really wants to do the right thing. And the pressure will be less because then their kid will be not the only child on the school bus that can't watch a certain thing or do a certain thing because so many other parents don't care or aren't aware. It takes all of us working together basically to do that. I totally think it's possible. And once our kids learn to make wise media choices, they will go off to college, even during the indoctrination and be able to be the one that raises their hand and said, um, sir, your content is not correct. It's just like the God's Not Dead movie. Your content isn't correct or I believe in this other view and freedom of speech still exists in America. So we got to use it because it might come to a point where it no longer does exist. I'm being censored nonstop on social media, online. But if I can still talk and if there's a megaphone still out there, I don't care at this point if I drive a bus and go around the country doing assemblies in cornfields. Nothing's going to stop me from getting the word out there. But if we all work together, more kids can be um, impacted faster. What a beautiful message. What do you feel about, um, you mentioned freedom of speech, and a lot of people who are pushing this pop culture agenda will use free speech as a reason for saying, well, you know, you shouldn't go against what we're promoting because this is our free speech. What would you say in response to that? Well, an example of that hard as it is for me to say would be when the Satan club started cropping up in our schools, elementary schools, even in America. And I warned parents about that three, four years ago. Sure enough, they thought it was nuts. And then a year later, my phone started blowing up off, you know, off the hook. Hey, guess what? They're, it's not my school. Well, they have the right to have it there. But what's happening is school principals are now kicking out the God clubs and the Satan clubs because they don't want the Satan clubs there. But then there's no last chance to get God in our schools if it's just going to be um, nothing allowed at all. So freedom of speech in general, they, meaning anyone that has an opposing view of what God has, because I, I don't want to say my views, it's whatever scripture is sharing with us, because that's what I base everything off of. What does God say? Uh, God's in control of everything. God created everything. And so if they want their freedom of speech, I totally get it. But we should be allowed at the same time, if you say a lot of, a lot of people that are non-believers, and if I would share about my view of, of man and wife and marriage and that's it, people go nuts. They don't get it. They're lost. I get it. They're being indoctrinated. They, they're brainwashed. So how do I lovingly tell them this is what I believe and this is, this is why? Take it or leave it. But a lot of times when they are telling Christians you're hateful, and bigots and homophobes, they're actually being hateful because they are not accepting our views. And so it's wild to me to see our culture unravel when we're being blamed for the very same thing that they're actually doing to us, the, the deceived. Um, do I love the people that are lost? Absolutely. That's why I'm sharing what God's truth really is because I don't want people to go to hell and be separated from Christ. 
I don't want people to be deceived. I don't want people um, committing suicide at 17 because they believe a lie that the enemy sold them. This is a spiritual battle that we're in, and it's a major spiritual battle. And I always believe Christ was coming back during our time. I feel stronger than ever that's going to happen. I just got back from a two-week trip to Israel, and my faith was renewed and deepened in a way that I, I came back a changed person. God just kept telling me, stay on the path. And so we have to still use our freedom of speech, but speak truth and love. There's either a lot of love today, but no truth, or a lot of truth and no love, and we have to keep those in balance. Um, because a lost person will not come to a Christian saying, tell me more about Christ, if we're pointing the finger, blaming, and being nasty about it. But at the same time, if we're loving and accepting of ungodly lifestyles like homosexuality, we are letting them live in sin, and someday they will come to us when it's too late and say, why did you not tell me the truth? As they're now, once they're passed away, gone. I mean, it's Bible stories galore about what happens afterwards when we're gone, dead, and we can't make a different decision. And uh, there's a lot of lies out there today, even in our churches. A lot of churches are accepting of lifestyles um, and even behaviors, not just LGBT, but you can live in with your girlfriend, boyfriend beforehand, um, same-sex couples, uh, abortion's not a big deal. There was a pastor in Nashville that said abortion's not a big deal, um, and God gave us that right to choose. I'm thinking, what scripture are we looking at here? You know, what, what verse? Because you won't find a verse. There's many verses that prove that God created life. So a lot of deception. If we cling to Christ, he's not going to lead us down the wrong path. He's going to give us the right words to speak at the right times and open doors that need to be opened and shut those that need to be shut. He's not going to give us a dream and a mission and not fund it or give us the direction on how to get there. Actually, um, speaking of your trip to Israel and speaking of how people are using religion now to promote their own politics, um, as a Jew, I've experienced um, at my own synagogue and a lot of other synagogues, now rabbis are even trying to say, well, um, God promoted abortion. Um, we're using not just Christianity, but also Judaism and other religions to promote certain politics when the religion either said nothing about, you know, obviously said nothing about politics in that way. Um, or it's completely opposite of what they're trying to twist it as. So not just for not just for our youth, but for people who are observant of um, Judeo and Christian values, or people who are just Christian or Jewish. How do you believe that we should combat that? Speak truth and love, and I love going to the top dog that's in charge. People think I'm nuts, but I'm like, if we don't address the person that's actually sharing the lie to begin with lovingly, how can we help the masses? I'd rather talk to the head person and say, hey, you said this from the pulpit, or you said this when you were on TV or in an article, or just when you were on the street, you know, wherever I heard the lie. I would rather confront lovingly that person that said something inaccurate or what I believe to be inaccurate. Take scripture, of course, to back it up so you can clarify. And hopefully if that person's a believer, they can look at scripture and clarify what they meant uh, because sometimes mistakes happen. But if they deny what scripture says, then I know that I want to I please God, not man. Um, that's the biggest thing. What's happening a lot today is instead of going to the top person because we're afraid or we don't know what that person's going to think or we want to save face, we gossip. And we talk to 500 other people that are in our church. 
or in our little group, Facebook group, or at a conference. I can't believe that person said da da da. And then that negative energy is not solving a problem, and it's just causing more division among believers. So you have the best questions. I love that you exist. I really, I, you really impress me with your questions. You mm -hmm. and I could seriously have an eight-hour conversation because so much goes into the issues that we see in our culture today. But it all comes down to what does Christ want us to do with the little time that we've got? What's the right way to address it, which he'll give us clarity, speak truth and love, approach that person. Just like actually every question you've asked can easily be answered in scripture. If someone says something inaccurate or, or offends us, we should go to that person first, just like scripture says. If that person doesn't want to agree or thinks they're still right, then we go get a second person for an opinion and the two of us approach. And if a two uh, approach and there still is disagreement, then we're supposed to, according to scripture, let them do their thing, but stay separated from that bad influence. Pray for them, but not be influenced any longer by them. Um, we see a lot of problems today in our culture that if we actually did what God told us to do, we wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> um, so it's just one day at a time, you know, and I am not perfect. I don't have it all together. But over the years, I've realized if people tell me, Tina, you really need to do better on this, this, and this, I want to stay humble. And I'm not perfect all the time being humble either. But I want to listen with an open heart. 90% of the time, they're right. I didn't realize it. Thanks for letting me know. Why couldn't you tell me four years earlier or whatever? But we're in each other's lives and we should be uplifting and helping each other. But there's so much tension and stress and fearfulness because people are afraid to share their true feelings and beliefs. And I always, I always have told kids and parents the last 20 years speaking, I would rather get out there and take my chances and apologize if I did something I didn't mean to do and I, I did something wrong, but do the best that I can with sharing what God placed on my heart than to live secluded in my house every day of my life and die at 80 years old saying, what was my life worth? You know, why was I here? And did I even make a difference? I'm constantly looking for ways to help other people, see the truth, help them physically, have a listening ear. What would Jesus do? Honestly, it comes down to that. What would Jesus do in our culture today? He'd be walking around talking about lovingly, sin no more. You know, um, don't play that game because I hate violence. It's not going to help you. You know, that's what Jesus would do. I would not gossip, but get along, help each other. You don't know when your last day of life is. You know, eat together, have meals together, set the tech gadgets down, people, and eat at the table with no tech gadgets. That's what Christ would call us to do. Be more face-to-face -face interaction. Enjoy the nature outside. I'm telling you, we need our own program. <laughs> um, we definitely do. And what do you believe that, or... Actually, what should viewers look next in um, what, what you are doing next? So what your next episode will be about? What should viewers here look forward to? Well, I need prayer. Uh, if I can just be frank, I spoke eight times at a home, couple different homeschool events in up to mid-June. And each month I speak several times all over the place. I homeschool my four kids, 10 and under. I do 90% of the cooking. I do my house cleaning. Um, I, I'm just being mom slash a whole nother full-time job as ministry. So in the middle part of June, I crashed and burned bad. Worst time in 17 years, probably mentally I was shot 
every day I see a new news story of stuff attacking our kids. And it got to a point after doing this for almost two decades where I just said, Lord, I can't do this anymore. If you want me to continue doing this, I need funding. I need a staff. I need direction. Um, I need energy. I need to spend more time with my kids because my kids are like, mom, another blog, mom, another speaking event. When are you going to hang out with me? When can you play a board game? And that ripped my heart out because I don't want to have my kids be put behind ministry. Kids got to be part of ministry. And so for the last six to eight weeks of the much longest desperation, desperately needed vacation, which I'm still kind of still in, um, you're the beginnings of me coming out of it, <laughs> this, uh, this taping. Um, the upcoming projects I have are huge. I know they're going to be very impactful. They're going to help millions of families. God gave me these ideas and my husband. Um, but what we're doing now is we just became a nonprofit so we can get the funding so I can hire the team of people so these people can do what I tell them to do, basically. Um, I want to pump out a couple of alerts through my app every single week, not just one alert. I have 30 alerts that should be out there right now for parents to know about, but I can't write 24-7. Um, I just got my booking agent. I've never had a solid booking agent for my events. I was doing that all by myself, including all the travel arrangements. So God dropped her in my lap. She's amazing. I need to hire a virtual assistant. I have no assistants to help me with anything. So I need a virtual assistant. So once I get these people in, in place, and if you want to donate, you can go to my app, Counterculture Mom app, download it. You can donate through there or my website, counterculturemom.com and click on the donate link. It's all tax write-off, and every dollar is being matched by a California donor, amazing guy that's matching dollar per dollar right now. Once I have those things in place, I want to pump out more alerts, like I said, on my app. I have a book series that's phenomenal, a 12-book series, small little books that fit in the back pocket for busy moms and dads or grandparents that are raising the kids today on all different subjects, video games, what to watch out for, what are the red flags, what are the positive ones, where do you go to find the ratings on video games, what are ratings of video games, that's just the video games, it's all in my head, that's one book. Um, we've got Netflix, The Dangers of Netflix, we've got the social media apps like Snapchat, constantly getting questions on that, but this mini book series that's phenomenal, but I need the time to write, which is why I have to hire the team of people. Um, another huge thing that people can be praying over is Salem Radio approached me about four months ago. We had a great meeting, and I had Hollywood Insider that was an online show on YouTube and on my Facebook, and Facebook completely trashed my social media outreach in July of 2018. They took a ton of people out of my group unannounced, just said we took them out because they weren't commenting on every single thing you posted. I'm like, are you nuts? It's a group. A lot of people look at my content and they don't have to comment on everything. They like looking at it, reading about it, and they don't have time to comment. It's okay. But they took a bunch of people out of my group, Facebook. They basically stripped my show offline. And so I have a show idea that I want to bring back up again. It's called Hollywood Insider. I had a ton of, ton of great uh, people that were on there, guests, that you can get those old episodes on counterculture mom youtube channel there's still pertinent and great content for today but salem radio wants to produce my podcast and i have 150 guests already on my spreadsheet ready to go that's why i'm taking a little break right now to get ready for the fall and then from there they they said if i get enough downloads which i really believe i will with the con the content that i plan on addressing that really not a lot of people address with the inside info that i have and the guests that I plan on having on, it will help so many families across America. And once I hit 10,000 downloads, they then will consider it as a national radio program. That's all in the works. We need women on air. There's not enough women. I'm so proud of you for doing what you're doing. 
Um, a lot of stations today have older gentlemen, you know, 60, 70 on up, talking about topics. But I have so many parents coming up to me, putting their arms around my neck at events saying, just tell me what to do, Tina. Just tell us what to do. Tears streaming down their face because people are not talking about the topics that really need to be addressed, which is pop culture, social media, entertainment, education, the things that are literally teaching our kids what to do, what to believe, and how to act. And so I know you get it. I know that you understand indoctrination. And the only way we're going to get the truth out there is to push forward the information that you're pumping out right now and for people like myself and other concerned parents to actually do the research and keep sharing that truth because, yes, we might have just shared with one person this week, but we have no clue what that one person is going to do with the content that we gave them to change a nation. So there's so much we can do. So you, you mentioned um, mostly where we can find you, but um, just to tell the viewers again, um, where can we find you? Um, what are your social media handles? And you have mentioned the name of your blog, um, but I'd love to just to... Yeah. yeah, no worries. It's Counterculture Mom. If you Google search me, you'll come up with a bunch of different pages. So that'll be easy there. But counterculturemom.com is the website. I have tons of blogs on there. We have a four CD series you can download now. If you put Tina15 um, in the checkout, you'll get 15% off on anything you want to order on our online store. The most popular that I keep getting a bunch of orders for is the downloadable version of Hollywood Exposed, four hours of content of in-depth stuff. I, I don't beat around the bush. I say it like it is. You're going to be totally um, getting a lot of great content in that Hollywood Exposed series of what I've learned firsthand in Hollywood, current TV programs, movies, everything that's going on today, and how to even safeguard your home. I have one full hour on how to safeguard your home from the attack of pop culture. Um, they can also join me on my YouTube channel, like I said, Counterculture Mom. They can find me on LinkedIn, um, Tina Griffin, Counterculture Mom on Twitter, Tina M. Griffin, but all those little links are on my website, counterculturemom.com. But definitely download that guide, G-U-I-D-E, text guide to 444-999 because they'll get all of this information there. Helplines, store content, social media handles, um, all of it on that. And then, of course, download Counterculture Mom app and you will stay connected with current notifications of what's going on from the seven of us Counterculture Moms trying to help make a difference and keep your kids safe. Right. Well, it was so great having you, and you can find the New Right Network at thenewrightnetwork.com and our Twitter handle at the New Right Network and on our Facebook page. It was so great having you again, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. You give me hope that I should keep doing what I'm doing just by seeing you and what you stand for. So keep at it, you guys. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing, online at newrightnetwork.com.